Hi, this is James Michael, and you're listening to One Step to Wellness Podcast. Right here, right now. I hang loose, I have no excuse, and I take no abuse. Thank you for tuning in today. We're going to be covering a topic of interest to you, and that is you are the awe, you are the wonder, you are the grandeur, and you are the structure, the design that is most important in this world as a living, animated, breathing human being. And we are going to talk about how to transform your health, how to move one step at a time so that you can process the information, share the information, and love your neighbors yourself in the transformation process. A little bit about me. I was born in Arizona on Luke Air Force Base in 1967. My father served in Nam for about five years. Honorable discharge came as a staff sergeant in the Air Force, and we moved from Arizona to Laredo and into the mid-cities area of Texas. In 1972, my baby sister Marilyn came along. Mom and dad decided to part ways, and there we went on into the next chapter of the journey. During that time, I was raised in a household where there was always a garden, there was a farm nearby, and so we learned the value of the soil, we learned the value of farming, and we learned the value of animal husbandry, and that always transferred from the garden or from the farm to the table. If you're anything like me, one of the best memories I have is sitting down at the dinner table nightly with my family and talking about our wins and our losses, our trials and our triumphs around the dinner table with food. Food is a secondary form of love. You'll say, wait a minute, James Michael, I've always heard to the contrary that what we eat dictates everything. What we eat dictates how we feel, how we think, how we sleep. Well, yes, there is very much truth in that statement. However, I've learned, and I think you're going to want to know more about this and why you're going to want to tune into this podcast, One Step to Wellness, is that there is a primary food. And the primary food, I'm 55 years old, I only recently discovered while attending the Integrative Institute of Nutrition out of New York and a functional health coach program I'm in. I thought primary food, does that mean like the prime food groups? Is it prime rib? <laughs> you know, and so everybody's thinking about they're in their prime, the prime numbers, you know, but the primary food that you'll be interested in to help you transform is when you take a deep breath and identify those things in your life that mean the most to you. And when you do that, that primary food is the fuel, so to speak. It's the drive. It's the passion that comes out of you. So let's say, for example, even though this is one step to wellness and we will be sharing that with you as you 
tune in with us one step at a time, one podcast at a time. We want you to understand at the end of each podcast, at the end of every book, at the end of every movie, every song, every message, we all are touched in some way. And some very similar, some very different. But think for a moment. What is your favorite movie of all time? Why is it your favorite movie of all time? How did it resonate with you in your primary food language? See, that's a paradigm shift because we're so used to when the topic of food comes up, it's like, whoa, King's stomach can't wait to get to the barbecue. And I understand that. So we all have these built-in innate desires for a healthy diet. But in my own experience as someone that's lived through a near-death experience, was crippled at age 11, went into losing my vision for hypertensive retinopathy, which is a fancy way of saying my blood vessels behind the eyes didn't work so well, into end-stage renal disease and a crippling form of arthritis all within about 31 years of my adult life. I can speak from experience as I share with you my backstory without all the details that the transformative value of primary food was the ability after that capsule of my life for 31 years that at age 55, when I enrolled in the Institute of Integrative Nutrition in New York in the accelerated program that I'm in to talk to you about with this podcast, what you'll learn again is how to examine your life, the season that you're in now, because as it goes with you, it goes with your loved ones around you. And let's face it, most of you that are parents would say, my children mean the world to me. Those of you that are pet owners would say, my dog, my cat, my pet lizard, they mean the world to me. So that for you would be a primary food. If you have multiple kids, multiple primary food. And in that conversation, with primary food, that is the motivator, that is the why that will allow you to take the one step to wellness. And what I want to do that is a different approach than many podcasts, which I have been on the other end of, or many books, or of learning where there is no end, the last thing I want you as a listener to feel is, Here's a walking librarian of verbal diarrhea that's just going to keep spilling and spilling and spilling information on people, many that have tuned out after the first sentence. So what use is that? Many that may stay with me say, okay, James, that all sounds good in theory, but what is the who, what, when, where, and how, you know, how and all of that. So I hope in this intro here, when you're hearing James Michael here in McKinney, Texas, One Step to Wellness podcast is that as we have our time today, you leave this podcast going, wow, aha, that gave me something to think about. That gave me something to go back to the drawing board, something in my prayer time, something on my nature walk that I could incorporate to say, am I really just caught up in the busyness? And when you're caught up in the busyness, what happens is, you lose sight of your primary food. Perfect example, working mom, single mom, working mom, widowed, you know, the father, and he's taking care of kids, and we all have these multiple responsibilities. If our primary food is 
to love our neighbor as ourself, and that truly is the primary food, we can only say yes to so many things and stay in integrity and intention in our primary food. We can't sign up to coach the full school district, especially here near Allen and McKinney where it's a 6A. You couldn't coach a 2A district and really give the people your time and attention unless you, the listener, take time for your primary food. And with that being said, that's food for thought, no pun intended, to think about one step to wellness, to think about what you've heard so far and the take home. Number one, information is raining cats and dogs everywhere. People don't need more information. Siri will find all the information that you need or a law library if you're a scholar. What you need is taking one step to wellness, one piece of information, one soundbite, putting it into practice, and then applying it with integrity and intention. That's the focus of One Step to Wellness. And I think we're going to have a commercial break coming up here with a special announcement regarding an event that's taking place in our area, our neck of the woods. So you may be listening in Belgium. You may be seeing this on Raku TV in 17 countries where they're going to coordinate with this podcast, One Step to Wellness. Wherever you're hearing the sound of my voice, we are gathering Memorial Day weekend means different things for different people. It's a primary food, especially for soldiers, or as we stop and think about how blessed we are as a people to have shelter and food and cold water and running air and all of these things that we could easily take for granted. Some countries, those people would say, I would love to have a primary food like that where I just knew I had a place to lay my head at night. But in this United States of America that's constantly changing, we're gathering on Sunday, May 28th, Memorial Day weekend. We will have event details on Eventbrite. So anyone that has Eventbrite, that's E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E, Eventbrite, search The Revel, Frisco, Texas. You'll find our event, Celebrate 8, The Revel, Frisco, Texas, Celebrate 8 on May 28th with all the details. We're having a Texas Jam style concert. The Texas Jam was one of the biggest recorded festivals in the state of Texas where multiple performers would come in and play a giant concert. People would overheat, overexhaust, etc. Here we're in the cool inside of the Revel. We have three tributes and a guest that will be announced and we're looking for a car show. So the way that day looks is it's all ages. Tickets are $10 and up. We have VIP options. And you're going to be treated to a Texas Jam style concert for Celebrate 8. You're saying, James, what are we celebrating? In my primary food, in my transformation in my life, which didn't come at my own hand, but by someone lovingly donating their kidney to me, I received a living kidney transplant in 2015. That's why I celebrate eight. And in that, the organization, Help Hope Live, a nonprofit organization headquartered in Radnor, Pennsylvania, have been established since 1983. So Help Hope Live are celebrating 40 years. We are one of 12,000 families in North America and Canada that are able to connect with the nonprofit organization Help Hope Live 
who have a mission to help patients like me or you that may need an organ transplant want to know more about preventative medicine, preventative wellness, and or become an organ donor. And with that, I will say a disclaimer. This is not intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or heal any medical disease or illness. I am not a licensed pharmacist, a licensed doctor, a licensed dietitian. I am in school right now with the Institute of Integrative Nutrition that is accredited in New York and with several coaching institutes around the world. And this is information for you that will bring about transformation. And I want to thank our landing board today, Big Kenny. And there's more to him than we even have time to go into today. But with that, I'd like to get back to our second segment in this podcast. And in this second segment, I briefly want to touch on my transformation from a young child who, if you're like me, you thought it was important to do well in school. You thought it was important to show up. You thought it was important to live by the golden rule. You wanted to listen to your parents. You wanted to do all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, MTV, if you're in my generation, born in 67, and for those of you that have heard about it, comes along and in the midst of your mathematics or your algebra or your English lit or your creative arts program that you're in in school, you're playing soccer, you're athletically inclined, you're playing band and doing UIL and I did all the details don't matter, but that's what you do. And then all of a sudden something comes in your life and you're like, wow, MTV, you mean I can go to school and I can come home and watch these musicians get up on a stage on my TV and make these cool music videos. I'm sure some of you are smiling ear to ear right now thinking about, I remember that specific video that Cindy Lauper did for time after time. I remember when Van Halen went number one with Jump. I remember when, I remember when. And we've come so far today. But that was a game changer for me because at age 11, at the time I became crippled for the first time with Rider syndrome. It's a juvenile form of arthritis related to the dental fillings that were silver in my teeth because of cavities. I had no connection at the time. But while I was 11, this disease process set in my body and I had to transform. So as I'm posing the question to you, what do you need to do to step back from the picture and think about your primary food? For me, I had to say, okay, my knees are the size of grapefruits. My hands are swollen like sausages. This is not normal for an 11 or 13 year old boy that's playing soccer, running track and football. So many of you right now, as you want to transform are saying, if I could just get a little more pep in my step to walk a couple of miles, if I could just get up off the couch to take Rover for a walk in my complex, if I could just have the energy to play with my grandkids, if I just had that little extra swing that I used to have on the golf course, that's what it may mean for you and your primary food. But what I had to do is march to the beat of a different drummer and say, okay, the doctor says no more sports. Now what? And that was my question. So I'm saying to you, now what? How will you transform with this inspiration today? Breathing life into you, the structure of you, the wonder of you, the awe of you. See, the blessing is in you. It's not in vitamin A through zinc. The blessing is in you. It's not waiting for the MD for 15 minutes or being in an ER 
or going through kidney dialysis for 13 years like I did. Those things were needful. They were necessary. But if you ask me and if you ask yourself or any of your relatives, hey, is your primary food sitting in the waiting room of an ER with a loved one that's in trouble? Is your primary food out praying in the streets and bridges for homeless people? Is your primary food jet setting across and traveling as many continents as you can in this lifetime? I don't know, but I encourage you to identify the primary food because that one thought process moved me from crippled and not moving into UIL Symphonic Band, into the high school talent show, into studying music lessons with UTA professor Warren White and Ron McDonald in my early teens, into playing the stages of Dallas and Fort Worth opening up for the bands that are well-known around here, such as Pantera at the time, or Rocky Athos and Lightning, or John Nitzinger, or et cetera, et cetera. That's how I transformed my life by saying this primary food over here that I thought was really sweet and great to eat, sports, scholar, all that. It was still there as far as academically. I physically couldn't do what I was used to doing. So I moved into the realm of music and therefore I went on a different path. And then with a few two key points here, one step to wellness at that point, after the ins and outs of going into venues, playing six nights a week, many of you work two, three jobs. You know what it's like to get up early in the morning and come home at 11 p.m. exhausted, order a takeout pizza and fall asleep on the couch, get up and do it again. You know what that's like. Is that your primary food? I doubt it is. But I bet if you found the time, because we all have 168 hours in a work week, if you found the time to say, I am making time for me, I'm responsible for all these people. That's great. I need to be a great parent. I need to be a great spouse. I need to do this, that, and the other. But what you might want to consider is I'm going to take a walk, clear my head, and really ask myself some of the questions. I'm doing all these things. I'm doing, 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 doing. But how about just being for a moment to step back and say, hey, I've taken on a little too much on my plate. And there's some things here I have to learn prioritize. And there's some people I might be afraid the feeling, feeling of fear may come to me like an onslaught. Oh, what will your brother or sister-in-law or your aunt say if you say, I'm sorry, right now I'm barely holding myself together, let alone being responsible for 13, 15 band members or family members or patients, etc. So People, again, back to integrity and intention. Those are two big words with me. Let your yes be yes. Let your yes be yes. Let your yes be yes. If you say yes to too many things and aren't able to do them well, and I know from experience because I'm walking this out, that one thing alone can be a primary food for you to say, what is the impact of this one decision? How does it affect my spouse, my kids, my community, my congregation, etc.? So with all that being said, that's a little bit of the backstory for me being born at Luke Air Force Base all the way until I was 31, losing my vision, getting diagnosed with end-stage renal disease, and then going into an eight-day near-death experience at Presby Hospital, Dallas. Having said that, we'd like to give you a quick announcement about a great event that's going to be coming up, and then we're going to tie this all together with our final section momentarily. So we want to remind you about Celebrate 8. Celebrate 8 will take place at the Revel Frisco, 
Texas. It is the Revel Patio Grill, Frisco, Texas, on May 28th, Memorial Day weekend. May 2-8, celebrate 8 at the Revel Patio Grill, Frisco, Texas. You can find it on Eventbrite. The tickets are there. If you want more about our foundation and the message that we're going to be sharing live to help transform lives, you can go to live, the number two, give.life. Live, number two, give.life and connect with us there at campaign 4543 with Help Hope Live. Now, as I want to close out with this final segment, I'm hoping everyone that has stayed in tune with this podcast, One Step to Wellness, have found yourself engaged, entertained, and reflective. And remember, the big key take-homes so far are intention and integrity and primary food. As I talk about primary food, we'll be discussing this more in depth on future podcasts at One Step to Wellness. For this week, that's where we want to focus is on put on paper if you work that way. Put one column on the left, one column on the right, and put a priority sign at the top. If you're a whiteboard person, draw it out on the whiteboard. If you're a person that's great with computer automated design, make yourself a chart or a graph and say, I have 168 hours this week. How am I spending my time? One thing I learned from, I believe his last name was Edwards, Professor Edwards was, it was a humanities course. And that course, we had to do an exercise called time management. And we literally had to write down on note cards long before there was cell phones, what we did every 15 minutes of the day. And that course as being the son of, a military family already that had diligence in play and you had to bounce a dime off your bunk and stuff like that. I can tell you that if you did that one exercise alone and it sounds so boring and it's so not fun, it's like, why would I do this? Let me ask you a question. If your neighbor, if a stranger, if a sojourner, if someone off the street, you couldn't explain an angel all of a sudden came to you and said, Hey, I have $168 million for you. Would you tell that person, I'm not interested in knowing where that $168 million is or where it can be located? I'd probably say the answer is no. You would want to know and you would want to know as soon as possible. Well, if I told you, you can't create a penny or a nickel or a dime or a quarter or a dollar or a C-note $100 bill or beyond, without an eon of time, how much more valuable is your time? So whether you're a person, your primary food is spending time with loved ones, quality time, your love language is serving others, your love language is the gift of hospitality and having people over to fellowship, to congregate, whether it's imparting to them or giving them a gift, whatever it is for you, that's why. That's why you wanna stay with one step to wellness is because when we dial in your primary food, you can realize that when you were given the structure and the awe and the wonder and the grandeur that are you by the creator, you came to existence. You have a voice, you have a mission, you have a message. And by you tuning in subjectively to your own voice and the information that you've received as you reflect on this and being careful on who you listen to, what you listen to, and basically looking at it at that approach, you will find no matter how many podcasts you tune into this week, no matter how many books you read this week, 
no matter how many degrees you attain this week or high fives you give this week or tears you shed this week, you still only have 168 hours to do all that activity with it. So the good news is it's up to you. The good news is it's up to you. The good news is it's up to you. Will you transform? There's no such thing as bad news. The only thing that exists is your interpretation of information. I hope you interpret this information today. I hope you feel a graceful heart that I'm speaking to you with. And I hope that you will take time to step back and reflect in your garden, on your nature walk, in your prayer time, and contemplate these things. And we're going to pick up more on this. And I'm thankful that I'm here today. My primary food is to serve other people and live to give because I received a life gift that saved my life in 2015 from 13 years of hemodialysis caused by mercury poisoning. And because of that one act of kindness, it led to my beautiful wife, Kristen Angel Eyes McCluster, marrying her, having a lovely ambassador of peace, our dog Sailor, in our household. Music is back. The nutrition that I'm able to work with at the Holistic Pharmacy, Allen Family Drug, all those things came back because those pivotal life events for me were transformed even though I didn't know what primary food is. Are you ready to break bread with us weekly? Hey, this is James Michael, and thank you for listening to the One Step to Wellness podcast. This is brought to you by the Pod Shack Studio in Fort Worth, Texas. We'll see you on the next episode. You've been listening to One Step to Wellness with James Michael.